When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the heat is turning up on ERCOT as millions of Texans continue to sit in the dark and cold. Also getting some more heat, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for the other national crisis going on. The president made a trip to Milwaukee to talk about COVID-19 relief. My parents are high-profile political figures. Claims of exploitation on the new season of American Idol. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Millions of Texans spent another night shivering the dark last night with planned winter storm power outages heading into their third day. Many are now pointing the finger at ERCOT, the nonprofit organization which has controlled most of the state's energy since 2002 when Texas privatized its electric grid. The governor now calling for an investigation and demanding ERCOT CEO step down. This this was a, a total failure by ERCOT. ERCOT stands for Electric Reliability Council of Texas, and they showed that they were not reliable. Adding to the blackouts, natural gas, wind, and nuclear facilities also being knocked offline. That's ABC's Mona Koser Abdi. It's still dark and cold in many homes here in San Antonio and across Texas, marking the third day of utility-issued outages. ERCOT President and CEO Bill Bagnus has a hope for when this will end. So the moderation in the weather... Uh, if that comes through, certainly will lower the demand side, which will help us serve uh, everybody's electricity. President Joe Biden talked to Americans at a town hall event last night in Milwaukee. President Biden on the road, pitching his nearly $2 trillion economic relief plan during a CNN town hall in Wisconsin. Now's the time we should be spending. Now's the time to go big. Biden explained it extends unemployment benefits, provides $160 billion for vaccinations and testing, helps small businesses, and would give most Americans a $1,400 check that could go out by mid-March. As for vaccines, he estimates every American will be able to get their shots by the end of July. Alex Brashey, ABC News, Washington. There's plenty of reaction from New Yorkers as New York Governor Andrew Cuomo continues to face heat over his handling of coronavirus in nursing homes. The question now is whether or not Cuomo's administration covered up the number of deaths in nursing homes. Some focused on an earlier since canceled policy that required nursing homes accept COVID positive patients. I don't know how much of this is negligence and how much of this is criminal. Others split over the allegations of withheld data. In a pandemic, it's all new for all of us and there's going to be a lot of mistakes made. I don't think there was any willful hiding of information. He killed uh, so many people, covered it up. And more than a few say an investigation is warranted. James Flippin, NBC News Radio, New York. There is backlash over a contestant on the new season of American Idol. 
I'm Claudia Conway. I'm 16. Variety My is accusing ABC of exploiting the personal struggles of Kellyanne and George Conway's daughter to boost Idol's ratings. The situation got so bad on the home front last month, police were called in when Claudia accused her mother of leaking a nude picture of her. Didn't stop Kellyanne from making an appearance on Idol's season 19 premiere via video to wish her daughter well before she advanced to the next round. The network is reportedly rethinking promos, giving the teenager top billing. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Texas lawmakers will meet next week to talk about what led to the rolling blackouts and how to prevent them from happening again. Governor Greg Abbott's declared ERCOT reform an emergency item for the Texas legislature. Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan's called a joint hearing of the House State Affairs and Energy Resources Committees a week from Thursday. He says the meeting will help Texans understand what went wrong and how the state can prevent the same thing from happening again. Phelan says he wants to know what steps regulators and grid operators are taking to safeguard the state's electric grid. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas says the number of controlled outages remains high, but additional power generation is coming back online. Alan Skaya for CBS News, Dallas. Winter weather, coupled with power outages in Texas, are creating a hazardous situation. In Galveston County, Texas, along the Gulf Coast, County Judge Mark Henry says they're working to confirm weather-related fatalities. We were notified of an emergency request about lunchtime today that the medical examiner needed a capacity of at least 20 and maybe as many as 50 in addition to the normal storage. The cold temperatures and power outages have led to carbon monoxide poisoning and fires as people try to desperately heat their homes. We have a more urgent situation down here needing people to get power and more specifically heat back in their homes. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Mexican authorities have announced rolling blackouts there that will hit 12 Mexican states covering more than a third of the country as hundreds of factories are being forced to shut down. The announcement yesterday marks the third day that winter storms here in Texas have cut the supply of imported natural gas, on which northern Mexico depends for generating much of its electricity. As many as 1,600 factories were shuttered due to the lack of power, throwing hundreds of thousands out of work. The council representing the factories complains that authorities are announcing blackouts over Twitter with no warning or coordination. Much of the north remains without reliable power, and the rolling blackouts are spreading into central Mexico. The White House spokeswoman says Israel is, of course, an ally of the U.S. under President Joe Biden. The press secretary, who last week didn't directly answer whether the Biden administration sees Israel as an ally, has now given a clearer answer. Israel is, of course, an ally. Jen Psaki says President Biden will speak with his Israeli counterpart, Benjamin Netanyahu, soon. When it comes to Saudi Arabia, Saki says Mr. Biden is not inclined to speak with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. The president's counterpart is King Salman, uh, and I expect that in appropriate time, he would have a conversation with him. As President Donald Trump held several conversations with the king's son. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. If you're an aspiring astronaut, your dream could come true. If you have the right stuff, the European Space Agency is looking for you. It has launched an astronaut recruitment drive for the first time in 11 years. Timothy Peake is a British astronaut with the agency. When you look at what we're doing in human spaceflight, it is quite remarkable. We are pushing the boundaries. The agency's last recruitment drive in 2008 drew 8,000 applicants. Ten reached the final selection. Jim Crisula, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. All news. All for Texas. This is 
is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, there's a lot of hoping coming from Urquhart about when you will get your power back. That is, millions of Texans will spend another day in the dark and cold. President Joe Biden took a trip to Wisconsin to get the nation and Congress's attention back on his coronavirus relief plan. Our court battles underway over the will of a late TV talk show king. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Millions of Texans spent another night shivering in the dark last night with planned winter storm power outages heading into their third day. The surge in demand for energy pushing the Texas power grid to the brink. Some homes losing heat for more than 36 hours in single-digit temperatures. Across the state, long lines for food at stores that remain open. In Houston, a woman and an 8-year-old girl dying of carbon monoxide poisoning after a car was left running in a garage to generate heat. That's ABC's Mona Kosarabdi. Anger over Texas's power grid failing in the face of a record winter freeze mounted yesterday as millions of residents in the energy capital of the U.S. remained shivering with no assurances that their electricity and heat with uh, out for 36 hours or longer in many homes would return soon. Over 3 million Texans are still without power because the state's grid can't keep up with the demand and millions more are subject to rolling blackouts. Some as long as 30 hours. Residents using blow dryers and heaters to thaw their frozen pipes. No water. The situation is so bad, Tara Davis is leaving the state after she, her husband, and her eight-month-old baby had to huddle around the fireplace to stay warm. They went without power for 30 hours. It was negative two degrees last night. We had our daughter wrapped up in as many pieces of clothing as we possibly could, but we were really scared. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Plano, Texas. And Texas officials requested 60 generators from the from FEMA and plan to prioritize hospitals and nursing homes. The state opened 35 shelters to more than 1,000 people. So uh, who deserves the blame for this nonsense? Well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott pointed it in one direction when talking to Houston TV station KTRK. It might feel a little bit like they're hearing some excuses. Do you think ERCOT leadership needs to resign? Yes. State lawmakers plan to investigate. It might not be a good idea to invite former President Donald Trump and Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell to the same dinner. Mr. Trump lashed out at McConnell after the senator said Mr. Trump's conduct led directly to the deadly conduct at the Capitol last month. The former president calls Mitch McConnell dour, sullen, a political hack, a third-rate leader who doesn't smile. He blames McConnell for the GOP losing the Senate. He says McConnell will never do what's right for the country. The Republican Party, Mr. Trump says, can never be respected or strong with people like McConnell. And Mr. Trump adds he is prepared to help GOP challengers go up against sitting Republicans who failed to support him. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Rebuilding is underway at Notre Dame, the Paris Cathedral nearly destroyed by fire 22 months ago. Archaeologists, architects, and engineers are trying to piece together the fallen stones and reassemble them again like a medieval jigsaw puzzle. American playing a big role in helping them do that since he was the only one who had plans of the destroyed roof sections. The guy behind it is an American. His name is Andrew Tallon, Belgian-American, I should say, and he absolutely loved Notre Dame. He was an art historian, he was a professor at Vassar, and he dedicated his life to Notre Dame. And he actually uh, mapped out 
the plans for the part of the roof which collapsed in the fire. Sadly, he died in 2018, so he never saw the fire. But here's the plans that they're using now in, in, in Notre Dame to try to rebuild the church. That's ABC's James Longman in Paris. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Power problems continue to plague parts of Houston last night. The city was prepared for rolling blackouts, but what they got were power outages. Houston skyscrapers lit up while much of the city was blacked out. Governor Abbott calling for the state to investigate power officials. This is the winter version of Hurricane Harvey. And we will learn from this also. This as the extreme conditions are straining the power grid across the region. Rolling blackouts now happening in at least 14 states that share the grid with Texas. That's ABC's Marcus Moore. The boss man at ERCOT has a plan for restoring power. Kind of. So the moderation in the weather, uh, if that comes through, certainly will uh, lower the demand side which will help us serve uh, everybody's electricity. ERCOT President and CEO Bill Magnus is also hoping private generators and plants will get up and operating soon. President Joe Biden held a CNN town hall question and answer session in Milwaukee last night, addressing everything from COVID-19 relief to when he thinks the pandemic might end. President Biden telling a CNN town hall audience that with continued COVID vigilance and more vaccines... A year from now, I think that there'll be significantly fewer people having to be socially distanced, have to wear masks, etc. But we don't know. He also says his relief bill will give schools the money they need for vaccinations and protective gear to open more quickly. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Bitcoin is soaring, hitting the $50,000 mark today. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says the cryptocurrency has gone mainstream. Many more financial service companies are allowing customers to purchase Bitcoin, and payment companies like PayPal and MasterCard have said they would integrate Bitcoin into their payments networks. Tesla recently said it would accept Bitcoin as payment for its electric cars. A court battle is underway over the will of a late TV talk show king. For Larry King's widow, Sean, have filed documents in L.A. Superior Court contesting his will. The handwritten testament doesn't mention her and leaves his $2 million estate to his four children. Sean contends Larry's ill health left him susceptible to outside influence. His son, Larry Jr., who signed that last will with his dad, says a pending divorce proceeding and the fact that the couple didn't live together give him priority. Larry King died January 23rd at the age of 87. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, there's a lot of hoping coming from ERCOT about when you will get your power back. That is, millions of Texans will spend another day in the dark and cold. President Joe Biden took a trip to Wisconsin to get the nation and Congress's attention back on his coronavirus relief plan. The will of a late TV talk show king. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
This is Texas News Radio. The death toll continues to rise as many parts of the nation are facing freezing temperatures. It's another day of trying to survive the winter blitz. This is truly a storm of the century. Fort Worth Mayor Betsy Price is like everyone else. It's cold. In Texas and in many other states, record low temperatures continue. Millions without electricity. This man in Grand Prairie. You know, we're trying to keep warm. That's the whole thing. Keep alive. Power grids are overwhelmed with too much demand. David Kimmel with Oklahoma Gas and Electric. We do have a significant number of customers that are out all across the service territory. And this cold snap is far from over. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The winter wonderland of snow has turned into a nightmare for many families in the San Antonio area. In addition to record-breaking low temperatures and rolling power outages, many area residents have no water. The San Antonio Water System reports most of the problems are due to frozen pipes within the homes or businesses. But making matters worse, those rolling blackouts are affecting some of SAW's pumping stations and how quickly they refill. So you may be experiencing low water pressure if you have any water at all. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The hottest five-letter acronym in Texas right now, ERCOT. It's ERCOT that is responsible uh, for ensuring that, so ERCOT stands for Electric Reliability Council of Texas, and they showed that they were not reliable. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is blaming the power grid manager for this week's power generation failure. He appeared on Houston TV station KTRK yesterday. The mayor of a West Texas town steps down after calling community members lazy. KTXS-TV says Colorado City's now former mayor, Tim Boyd, left his post yesterday. He posts on social media that those complaining due to the lack of electricity and water during this week's winter storm are, quote, lazy and, quote, weak. He said those who feel the city and county owe them something should stop looking for a handout and do something themselves to support their families. President Joe Biden held a CNN Town Hall question and answer session in Milwaukee last night, addressing everything from COVID-19 relief to forgiving student loan debt. President Biden discussed nearly every topic at the CNN Town Hall, but said, I'm tired of talking about Donald Trump. President Biden saying it's time to end policies focused on one man. For four years, all that's been in the news is Trump. The next four years, I want to make sure all the news is the American people. I'm tired of talking about Trump. Which he says he's done with his COVID relief bill. Andy Field, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Texas has been slammed by a winter storm that can only rival the one the state experienced over 120 years ago. Millions without power for a second day in Texas, and the death toll is rising. In Houston, a woman and an eight-year-old girl dying of carbon monoxide poisoning after a car was left running in a garage to help generate heat. A man and a seven-year-old boy taken to the hospital. In Galveston County, officials are preparing for the worst, asking the state to bring in refrigerated trucks that can hold as many as 50 bodies. That's ABC's Marcus Moore. The power is still out for millions of Texans. As bitter cold weather continues in the forecast today, now a local business owner is stepping up to help out. The man, known to many simply as Mattress Mac, Jim McIngvale, is opening both his gallery furniture showroom and warehouse as a warming shelter for people in Houston. Going on all this is to help these people get through the storm. I think in Houston, uh, we are best when uh, there's a crisis because the community forgets about 
differences that we have when we come together as a community. And even as people are still struggling to stay warm today, forecasters say 115 million Americans from Texas to Massachusetts are in the path of a new storm packing snow and ice. Now some royal family news. If you consider the North Korea despotic regime to be a royal family. A photo of Lee Sol-ju and Kim Jong-un watching a performance commemorating their late leader Kim Jong-il's birthday was released on Wednesday. The two were accompanied by officials. None were wearing masks at the Mansude Art Theater in Pyongyang. North Korea claims to be COVID-19 free with zero cases reported. Ju Hee-cho, ABC News, Seoul, South Korea. China's internet watchdog is cracking down further on online speech, issuing a requirement that bloggers and influencers have a government-approved credential before they could publish on certain topics. The rule from the Cyberspace Administration of China that goes into effect next week is shrinking an already narrow space for discourse amid heavy censorship of sensitive topics and any perceived criticism of the ruling Communist Party. The revised regulation is just one of a series of actions the internet regulator has taken to tighten its grip. The agency recently signaled the harder line with the head saying the agency must, quote, let our supervision and management grow teeth. A repeat performance for a longtime money king. Move over, Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos is back on top. Amazon's outgoing CEO has reclaimed the title of richest man in the world after shares of Tesla slid more than 2.4%. Musk's personal wealth surpassed Bezos just last month, but dropped by $3.9 billion yesterday. As of now, Forbes puts Musk's worth at $173 billion, Bezos at $190. Earlier this month, Bezos announced he will soon be handing over the reins to Andy Jassy, head of Amazon Web Services. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio.